Shalom, my dear friends. It is very precious to be able to study together the parables of Yeshua, Jesus, our Messiah. Each one of these parables teaching us volume. And we learn so many lessons that as the Lord lead us here in this world, we need much of His grace to help us to learn from these meshalim, these paraboles, these stories that are cast alongside in order to teach us spiritual lessons. One by one, one parable after another, as the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, lived here on earth in these times, specifically in his ministry. He sought to teach his Talmidim, his disciples, and those others from among the people of Israel who followed after him, whether it is in the Galil or whether it is in Yerushalayim, in Jerusalem, many, many lessons he sought to teach them and to draw them after himself as he seek to do so today in your life and in mine. We are going to read today a very interesting parable, Mashal, which is called the parable of the rich, full man. In Hebrew, it is called Ha'ish Haksil Ha'ashir. Mashal Ha'ish Haksil Ha'ashir. As the Lord Jesus the Messiah was followed by multitude, as we read in Luke chapter 12, in the Meantime, when they were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people, inasmuch as they trod one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, and he, here in Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 21, taught his disciples and those that were there of the multitude in the land of Israel, he taught them an important lesson. Let me read you this parable. It is found in Luke 12, verse 16 to 21, where we read, And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build a greater barns, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required at thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. In other words, 
In this parable, the Lord Yeshua the Messiah gives a warning. In fact, he used twice the word beware in Luke chapter 12. In verse 1, Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, said to the disciples, Beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. He knew very well the inclination of our hearts to be hypocrite. Hypocrite is a two-faced one, one that show himself in a one way to the public, and on, in reality, he has another face, another reality in his or her life. Secondly, another warning that he gave before he presented this parable of the rich fool man, the second warning is found in verse 15, Luke twelve fifteen. He said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. The Hebrew word for covetousness is, uh, uh, it says here, um, is chamdanut. Chamdanut. You remember in the Torah, in the law, God said to Israel, Thou shall not covet. In fact, it is the tenth commandment that God gave to Israel in Exodus chapter 20. And this is the danger that we all under because of sin nature. Though we accepted Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, we received sins forgiven. Positionally, we are justified because of the work that the Lord Jesus the Messiah accomplished for uh, those that believe in him on the tree. So all true believers are justified, reconciled, saved, forgiven, redeemed by his precious blood. But there is always the danger in the life of God's people to have on the one hand to be hypocrite and on the other hand to be covetous. This is what the Lord Jesus the Messiah is seeking to teach in this parable. Now notice that this parable flows out of a question that rose by one of the people that came out of the crowd and said in verse 13, one of the people of the crowd said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, this is Yeshua responding, he said, Man, who made me a judge? or a divider over you. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. So this parable came out of a circumstance, of a question that Yeshua was asked by this man, who had a brother, perhaps it is elderly brother, and according to God's requirement from Israel, the elderly brother, according to Deuteronomy chapter 21, will receive a double portion of the inheritance from his father. And so this man wanted not to get less than what his brother had received. So he asked Yeshua, he says, speak unto my brother that he will divide the inheritance with me. In other words, he wanted to have an equal share. And yet God had allowed in the history of Israel to give to the elder son a double portion. And so Yeshua, the Messiah, said to him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? In other words, he knew very well the heart of this man. 
And on the basis of his desire, of his covetousness, of desiring to have that which is not his, Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, gives us this very interesting parable. And you notice what he said in verse 15. Take heed and beware of covetousness. For why? Because man's life consists not of the abundance of the things which he possesses. In other words, oftentimes we neglect to realize that our life does not consist of what we have and how much we have. Because life here on this earth is short. And ultimately, one has to stand before a holy and a righteous God. And the question is, the one belong to the Lord, and if he or she belong to the Lord, how do the believer live his life? And here he began to share this interesting parable. And he says in verse uh, 16, he tells them the parable. And what is the parable? The mashal? So the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. Again, to remind you, my dear friend, that if we, if we realize that according to the Hebrew scriptures in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8, God wanted Israel to remember that everything that they have received came to, to them from God. Beware, Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 11, that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgment and his statutes which I commend thee this day. Verse 14, Then when your heart be lifted up, and you forget that the Lord thy God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, he led you. Don't forget verse 18 of Deuteronomy chapter 8 that it is the Lord thy God, it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy father as it is this day. And you are in danger to forget God. Now apparently, this man in this parable was so blessed because his ground received plenty at that year. When the crop came, it says here that he brought forth plentiful. In the parable, Yeshua teaching the disciples and those that followed him. And he continued and he says in verse 17, and he, and he thought within himself saying, what will I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruit. You know, sometimes God blesses his people. And he providing for them so much, far beyond what we ask or think. And he was this man, according to the parable, to the mashal, he's overwhelmed. He says, what can I do? What shall I do? This year, this season, the crop that I've received went beyond my expectation. There's no room in my barns. There's no room to put all the fruit, all the crop that God had provided for me, all the crop that I have uh, received during this season. And so, my dear friend, notice what we learn in verse 18 and 19 in that very parable that Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, teaches. We learn here that this man is now 
speaking within himself. And notice what he says. Notice how many times the word I, me, and my, very selfish, unthankful, and selfish response that this man has in his own heart. Sadly, the Lord teaching us this parable in order to remind us not to be covetous, not to be hypocrite. And so he says within himself, listen to this, verse 18 and 19 of Luke chapter 12. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much good laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Notice, my dear friend, that this man never thought about God. Even though in the context, being in the land of Israel, may very well be taught from the Torah that God does bless his own people, but forgetting this and neglecting to realize that everything that he has came from God. As we have read in Deuteronomy chapter 8, sometime from this lesson we learn about ourselves because even as believers in the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, we neglect to be awakened at all time, to realize that everything that we have came to us from God. James, Yaakov said in uh, James chapter 1 and verse 17, he said these words when he was writing to these early believers, he said to them in James 1 and verse 17, he said, every good gift and every Perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, everything that we receive came from God. But look at the neglect to remember God in this foolish man's heart. We read again in verse 18 and 19. This will I do. I will pull down my bond. I will build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruit and my goods. And I will say unto my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. No thoughts of God, no thoughts of others, but such a selfish attitude that, again, to remind you, my dear friend, this is the inclination of the hearts of all of us. Whether we are unbelievers or even as believers because the sin nature is still within us and we are struggling with it all the time. That's why the apostle Shaul Paul said to the Galatians, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And he showed us the contrast between the works of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. And how careful 
one must be in his or her life because this is the challenge that the Lord Yeshua teaches the disciples, those who were close to him in the days of old when he was here on earth, others from among the nation of Israel who also followed him, and also us today who are believers in this present age of the church age. That inclination to be on the one hand hypocrite, verse 1 of Luke 12, and on the other hand to be covetous, as it is said in verse 15 of Luke chapter 12. Saul, thou hast much good, laid up for many years, take it easy, eat and drink and be merry. Well, first of all, just to remind you, that in the previous chapters, chapter 9 and verse 25, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, said, What is a man advantage if he will gain the whole world and lose himself or lose his own soul and be cast away? If you are an unbeliever, what will it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world but lose his own soul? There is a day coming where everyone have to stand before God, and if one did not accept the Lord Jesus, the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, to forgive his or her sins, he will end up to be eternally separated from God. But what about the believers, the disciples, those of us who do believe in the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah? Shouldn't we realize that everything came to us from God? That's what he's seeking to teach the disciples, the Talmidim, the followers. And how it is so easy to forget, to give thanks to God and to realize that everything came to us from God. In the book of Psalm, the psalmist of Israel said in Psalm 103, in uh, the first few verses, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, Bless his holy name. This is David, the king of Israel, said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgive all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crown thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Amazing, amazing. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name, David said. And Yeshua here is now reminding this person, as we read in verse 20, after he said, I will build new barns, bigger barns, and I will relax and live life carefree. Then his life was cut short because our lives is not ours, it is the Lord's. He is in control, he is sovereign. We do not know when God will have to remove us out of this scene. And so notice what we read in that parable. In verse 20, we read, But God said unto him, Thou fool, This night thy soul shall be required of thee. 
then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? In other words, you're foolish. Foolish. Ksil in Hebrew. Unwise, because you neglect to be rich towards God. You neglect to be rich toward others. And you think that you're going to live at ease all your life without making sure that you are right with God and right with man. This is the danger that we are all finding ourselves daily. This is a conflict that we all struggle within ourselves as believers in the Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. And yet we are exhorted, we are exhorted to realize that we are to give thanks to God at all times. Your breath is from God. Your livelihood is from God. As he said to our forefathers Israel, God had given us the power to earn a living. And so listen to what the conclusion is. In verse 21, Yeshua the Messiah said, So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. How important, beloved friends, is to realize that everything we have came to us from God and to remember that every good and perfect thing came from above, from the Father of light. May the Lord help us to be rich towards Him, rich towards our brothers and sisters, rich towards mankind, in order to honor Him and to be not rich, full men, but to be thankful for what He provided for us and to give honor to our Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. God bless you, my friend. Shalom, shalom.